Welcome back to another episode of Mules with a Mission. This is Riley Berry, and today I'm joined by Chelsea Mishiro, Kendall Rieger, Jessica Johnson. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about the value of student employment. We have a couple different perspectives. Uh, I myself was an on-campus student employee when I was an undergraduate student. And a graduate student. And a graduate student, yeah. Yeah, you're a GA. Yeah, yeah. about that. You're welcome. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah, I was. I worked on campus. Now you at supervise. a school that will be unknown. Yeah. Now you supervise student employees. And now I supervise student employees. Yeah. yeah. Full circle moment. We love mm-hmm. that. And my uh, my experience as a student employee actually spans a couple different universities. So I worked at a uh, my previous university as an RA. Um, just a resident assistant, and then also worked for the Career Services Center at my previous university, Um, and then coming to UCM, now I'm a wise coach for our Career and Life Design Center, so. Yay. So, I'm the oddball out. I have not worked on campus before. My professional job is my only on-campus experience, so I have the latter of all these fantastic people. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, Chelsea. We forgive you. Yeah, I think sometimes I have to try and forgive myself. A unique perspective (laughs) to the group. You were a non-traditional student, yes, in a sense, right? A little bit older than your peers, not like, yeah, a couple years, yeah, yeah. And you had to work full time off campus. So, we'll we'll talk about the pros and cons of of that with everything else. Mm -hmm. Love that. So, I mean, I mean, I'm more than happy to just jump in. Yeah, start us off. So. Yeah, like Jess said, I worked full-time my entire time through college. I mean, I kind of like Kendall. I went through a couple other universities because I'm originally from New Jersey, so I started my college experience there at a community college. We wound up moving to Missouri, and then I was like, okay, I got to finish this thing. So eventually I got my associates, but even then working full-time commuting, so I was a commuter student for a while. Um, And then when I eventually transitioned up to UCM, yeah, worked full time there too. So I think, and that's one of the things that we'll talk about with our experiences. But I think the one thing that I know I struggled with was like coming to terms with, okay, I'm supposed to have all this on-campus experience, whether Mm. through clubs or working on campus, but I had to go to work all the time. So I didn't really have that campus connection as much. And I thought that was going to really impact my job search and just trying to find work because my, my resume looked empty besides my full-time work. So trying to keep on with that that identity of like okay I'm still doing a lot of things I've been working full-time but I felt like I didn't have enough to give but I think my full-time experience probably propelled me in other ways so So. just a quick question though did you say you till your whole entire um, academic career you said you you were a commuter or did you live on campus at all I've never lived on campus I've never experienced that Um, my I don't remember if my first college I went to even had on-campus housing. I know my second um, university at Missouri State West Plains, they did have some. So, but I've never had to. I know when I got to UCM, they were like, you should live on campus. And I was like, sleepy. I work full time. (laughs) I've, I've, I've got a small degree under my belt now, so I don't need to do that. (laughs) I'll pay for my own apartment. Um, But yeah, I've never lived on campus, so it, I've I think a that, dorm. But I think that really it. influences, yes. um, mm-hmm. you know, your likelihood to work as a student employee. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like there's a big difference between maybe a student employee that commutes and a student employee that lives on campus. Because, you know, in a sense, you're less involved. Um, 
but I do think there is maybe a difference between those two types of different employees and ones that live on campus mm-hmm. and live off campus and commute. You know, just that whole general experience that's associated with being a student employee. I feel like it's a little different. For sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, I tried to get into some clubs and stuff, but I was really, at the end of the day, at the mercy of whatever schedule I wanted to provide my supervisor. And eventually I became a supervisor. So then I had to be around more often for my team where I previously worked. So it just some of those other extracurricular things that even were important, I had to kind of work through and still figure out what to study and do all my other classwork. So priorities came into play. But yeah, definitely living on campus versus commuting is a huge component of like how you need to be connected to the campus as employment as well. Which I think that's super relatable to a lot of our UCM students, the commuter part. Yes. And Mm non-traditional. Yeah, Yeah, I know when, when I was an undergrad student, Um, I worked on campus at the rec center and I mainly did it so that I could gain experience. I studied parks, recreation, and tourism management. And so working at the on-campus rec center, like made sense to me as a way to, to gain new experiences related to my major. But also for me, at least it was just to have some, some of that responsibility and, um, some extra spending money on the side. So I, when I started that job, I lived on campus, but by the time I finished that job, I was living off campus and the rec center where I worked, we were open, like, I think it was like 5 a.m. till midnight. And so if I had that opening shift, it was, (laughs) it was, it was really nice living on campus versus living off campus. So it was like when I, when I moved off campus, it did make it a little bit harder to want to keep that on-campus job because I do feel like on-campus employment lends itself well to living on campus because mm-hmm. that becomes your community. That becomes kind of your your smaller suddenly village. suddenly I understand being an RA because I've never experienced that. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. living where you work. Well, and then in oh. grad school, I was a GA, um, so graduate assistant. And for those of you who don't know what a graduate assistant is, if you're looking at going to grad school, look to see if the school you're going to has any graduate assistantships because it was a really great opportunity for me. I um, actually had several different jobs as a graduate assistant with the Office of Student Activities, but one of those was being a supervisor at the rec center. And so with that opportunity, I actually got to live on campus as well for free as part of my graduate assistantship package. Because again, I had to open the rec center, I had to close the rec center. So being in close proximity, living there, I could still get to work if it was snowing because the rec center, um, even if UCM is closed for like snow days on campus, they, they still open the rec center. Um, it's kind of like one of those, I guess, essential services because students are still on campus, they need something to do for a snow day. So it was really beneficial, I guess, living on campus for that experience. But through both of those experience, um, I did learn a lot being able to be employed on campus and I, I really enjoyed those opportunities um, to gain that that leadership and I got to meet so many other students from different majors that I would not have crossed paths with otherwise which I thought was really cool yeah that's awesome am I up next I mean sure sweet yeah. um I applied for, so I actually worked at the career center at the university I went to. So I really have some full circle here because now I work at a career services center. Um, I started my second semester freshman year, I think. And then I worked there like my entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it too. 
Um, mine was interesting because I started off as like a front desk student, kind of like our our front desk assistants. Um, and then it, it like evolved into what they now have as a career ambassador. So we call ours wise coaches. They call theirs career ambassadors. Um, and I was actually one of the very first students to go through that program. Um, She's a pioneer. Look at that. Yes. I think I only did it my senior year, but um, I think another note, like what Riley was saying is the majors too. I think it's also like I got to work with older students. Yeah. Whereas like a freshman, I wouldn't have interacted with juniors or seniors in my classes, but at work, I worked with like these two football, like senior football guys that were just super fun. And um, I never probably would have ever met them if I wouldn't have worked at my on-campus job. Um, I didn't struggle as much, I think, with when I moved off campus because I lived close to campus, but in a house with with some friends. Um, but I think the reason why I didn't struggle to get to work or like I didn't want to go to work as much was because all my classes were in that same building. So like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I literally went to one building every day. and That's all I would go to once I got to like my junior senior level courses. Um, but I had like the best mentor uh the director there shout out to uh i don't know joan schneider i went to northwest missouri state we'll just throw it out there <laughs> she dropped it y'all <laughs> i know everybody always boos me it's fine um but she was awesome and um was actually the reason why i got into higher ed um i called her after i was just totally lost in childcare and didn't want to be in anymore and she's like jess like have you ever thought about working higher ed and i was like I don't understand what that means. And then she explained it and we talked for like two hours on the phone and then it was done from there. So I owe a lot to that job. I think, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I also yeah. was like a student leader. Like I got paid like a stipend. It wasn't oh. like hourly, but I was like a student. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember what my title was, but I'd have two on campus jobs. Cause my parents were like, yeah, you want to pay for stuff? You have to have a job. So that's huh. why I did it. But Kendall. Kendall. Yeah. So, um, like I said, kind of my experience has been a couple different universities on my freshman year. Actually, I went to Missouri Western state. So a big rival to Northwest. Ah, so, ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's kind of a, a point of uh, conflict, I guess, in the office sometimes, but uh, I don't hold it against anyone, but uh, we don't hold it against <laughs> you either. Right. Um, but yeah, Missouri Western state, I was actually a student athlete. Um, and I knew when I got to college, I knew I wanted to work. I wanted to get a job and be employed. And the job, the first job I actually took wasn't actually a campus position. It was actually off campus. And it really created some challenges with scheduling. Yeah. Um, mm. Especially as a student athlete, but also taking classes. You know, my freshman year, almost taking 18 credit hours. It was a lot to really balance um, between sport, athletics, and then school as well. Wow. And so oh, I realized after my kind. first semester, you know, I was like, this is not for me. The off-campus stuff isn't for me. Having to drive back and forth, which I was commuting a, a lot. I can feel the um, burnout when you talk about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, was a, it was 18 a, credits your freshman It year? was a stressful first semester for sure. I mean, I didn't get it. much sleep. But I, I, ended up, I ended up doing really well. Um, but that second semester, I knew it was time for a change. And I needed – I talked to my coach and everything, and we agreed that we needed something a little more flexible. And that's whenever I uh, really started util utilizing – um, kind of the opportunities on campus. And I actually applied for a position with our uh, Career Services Center. Although it's not a traditional role like we have here, it was more, I was a community assistant. So a couple times a week, I would uh, actually go out and work with local businesses, local nonprofits, and I would act as a community assistant and assist them in a variety of different ways. 
but I'd always work in the office of career services kind of front That's desk really a little cool. bit. So huh. really interesting huh. program. I'm not sure if it's still there, but it was called learn, serve, change the world. Uh, just a really great program for students to get involved. And that was my first real taste uh, at being a student employee. And I absolutely loved it mostly because of the flexibility, uh, but also being able to, once again, like everyone has kind of talked about networking with students, meeting people from different backgrounds, and it really expanded my horizons because you only have so much time in the classroom, I feel like, to really make those connections, um, make those friends and those lifelong connections that you are going to make at the university level. But my on-campus employment there really, really expanded my horizons for networking. And I, that's the one thing I really miss about that position. Um, but it really opened a ton of different doors for me. And I stayed with that position for a while, um, ended up staying with the nonprofit and um, kind of getting promoted through there. And then uh, once kind of COVID hit and everything, I decided I want another change. And that's when I applied to be an RA, a resident assistant. And that one is you are completely intertwined with the university. I mean, you're interacting yeah. with students on a daily basis. You have to ride that fine line between, you know, being a friend with students, but also being that authority figure um, in the dorms. But I absolutely loved that because it was even more that student interaction. But I also felt like I was really giving back to the university. I was actually making a difference. I was doing something with the university and that's when I really started to find my love for working in higher ed as kind of a student employee. And once again, similar thing, it just really expanded my horizons. Um, and while it was on call all the time because we didn't have quite the staff and we had a lot of dorms, um, I still um, have really fond memories. I'm still great friends with a lot of the employees and my supervisors from that position. So that really blossomed. And then when I decided to transfer to UCM, you know, I knew, I said, I want to work as a student employee. I want to work as a student employee. I just knew it was for me. I wanted to get involved. I started browsing on-campus jobs, found the position as a wise coach. And, you know, out of all the ones, it seemed like it was one that was really going to um, really test my strengths and weaknesses. But it was also, you know, something that seemed like it had a lot of responsibility. I knew it was up for the challenge. And, yeah, I applied and then, you know, came in for an interview. Here we and, are. Yeah. Here we are, I guess. I uh, One thing I do remember about the hiring process just as a side note was be nice Kendall there were a couple different stages for the interviews I did my first interview and I think it was Jess said we're going to contact you by this date and that date came and I didn't get a contact with I thought <laughs> I thought I, thought I had, busy. I'm sorry yeah did I really and I do thought that? I did not well I think you told me you were in a staff meeting or something and so it was like I think it might have been later in the day um oh. And then it was that like the tracks. end of the day. My bad. That tracks. And then I got my call and I was super excited. And then, yeah, I've since then, I mean, it's, it, it's you know, I've just really loved my role here. I've gotten to do so much. I've gotten to meet so many different students, different majors, different backgrounds. And that is the cool thing about being a wise coach. And probably my favorite part of the job is just meeting people, interacting with students, and then also, you know, expanding my skill set and my horizon. Like, I'm a great public speaker now because of this job. I'm great at understanding variety of different career paths and networking and the importance of all those things because of this job. So I really owe a lot to the center, but also our professional staff who have been absolutely amazing to me. Um, but yeah, I've just, I've just loved my time here. So. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I was thinking about as you guys were talking about this is that like, I feel like I experienced similar things to you all just with that absence of campus community mm. but I also I'm like I feel like I probably experienced it without realizing it to some degree just because the job I worked is at a place that a lot of people attend in the community yeah oh, so yeah. I'm sure a lot yeah. of students and I know at, looking back that once I got more centered on campus because I worked at that job into my master's program until I was like 
much like Riley, when you were talking about, I needed to find a job that was similar to the skill sets I wanted yeah. to utilize. Mm-hmm. I left my other job because I was like, this is not tapping into the skill sets I'm learning in my classroom. So that's why I transitioned to professionally work in higher education. But I mean, I saw a lot of faculty, a lot of students at my other previous jobs. So I, bet. Like, I was connected, but not connected. But Chelsea, I think explain how you got your job here. Oh, because that's that exactly little ditty. what we preach every day. Oh, Network. Yeah. yeah, I did. Right. Riley I was did. the same. Yeah. Both of you did. Oh, Actually, that. Riley's is a funny, funnier story. I feel. Yeah, like. <laughs> Chelsea, you can tell yours first. Though. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. The last funny one. Um, no, I actually did because I, I think anytime that you can really think about in your programs where you can take your projects and different things that you're doing and connect that to what you want to do interest-wise in the future, that is really important because I think that helps you advance your skills and also your curiosity. So I had did that um, in my major, which was in my undergrad was sociology. So I had a capstone course and we were supposed to be doing some kind of research for um, a client or an area on campus. And I was also supposed to do a similar project in my um one of my minor classes for leadership so i talked to the faculty and i was like hey i'd love to do research for this like career office because i had taken one of jessica's classes one of our younger iterations of career readiness um and i just loved it so much and i had been grappling for a while um about like this idea of going into higher education because I mean, I used to be an open options student because I, I mean, by the time this is going to get long, y'all, I'm going to try not to. But when I transitioned to UCM, I had an epiphany that I was like, okay, because I originally wanted to be an English student. I wanted to be an English professor. I really loved education and I knew I wanted to teach. I just didn't know if I was just really good at ed and like just English in general and my writing skills or if it was something that I could take into the future. So I was like, I'm going to be really intelligent as a senior and become open options, which to, I, I would encourage anyone to do that if they have the means and the time and the funding to do that just because or just to really consider a different pathway. Because um, doing that and even working with a lot of the people that I was connected with in my network, I was like, I want to figure out if this is for me. And then I realized, okay, I don't want to work in K through 12 because I don't have the patience. But college students, I was like, I can get on with these people. They're they're adulting enough that I'm, <laughs> I can do that with them. Um, so that's why I was like, I wanted, and I met Jess through career readiness and I was like, okay, I think I want to go into this career services thing or at least learn more about it. Cause I realized at some point that academic advising was not my deal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I took her class and then I was like, I think I want to do this project to kind of do some research and see how I can help the career services center at the time really understand. So I did a project about handshake, shout out to our handshake platform, um, and I did that. And then after that, I was like, that really pushed me into like, I think I want to work in higher ed. I really enjoyed the Career Services Center. Um, and because I knew Jess and I had met Amber at that point too, I was like, if y'all ever have an opening, like, let me know. Um, and they did at some point. And that was actually at a good crux in when I was working at my other job that I was like, I don't like this place. This is going to be not good in like tops a year like this is not going good and now reflecting on it when I go in there I'm like as a patron this is not right 
<laughs> um, to see it on the other side. But anyway, yeah, networking is huge because it really helped me dive into my interests, but also it anecdotally was like, okay, this is something that you are jazzed about, that you enjoy, um, and follow that lead. And they were kind enough to interview me. And even it's the reason you got the job. It is because y'all, there's an applicant tracking system on some of these jobs, and my application did not go through because I did, did not, not have quote unquote the necessary experience yep. or the degrees needed. And because I knew these lovely people, they were like, "I'm gonna go find that because I know that she applies." So they dug me out of the trash, and here I am as a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was a journey. <laughs> that was a journey. I'm glad. No, that I'm not it. good at storytelling, so I'm sorry that if you great. just quit. At no, like I thought it was really minutes. good. That's great. I was just like entranced, honestly. <laughs> so, wow. Ending with treasure, Riley. Your yeah. turn. <laughs> oh, speed that, that Riley. Up. Yeah. Yours is the funny story. Remember? Okay, I'll try to to make it funny. You know why it's funny? Yeah. Remember? Because like when you did that interview with me. Yes. Okay. So and then you're like, oh, this queer stuff might be kind of cool. It's not them. So I came to UCM for grad school in August of 2020. So during, during COVID right, and I was a GA in the office of student activities. While I was in the office of student activities, I was, I worked in volunteer services. I worked at the rec center. And then, um, for a summer I helped with kickoff, which is kind of our big back to school, uh, event for incoming freshmen. So I was really kind of focused on student activities and my background before doing my master's degree program was in sports, parks and rec. So I was really focused on the sports aspect of that. And I came to, to UCM and I was, I, my program, Chelsea and I did the same program, college student personnel administration. And so I was learning about, you know, higher ed and different careers in higher ed. But the program, a lot of other people in the program were in housing. So they had been RAs and they were now kind of moving up that chain of becoming um, like the next level of professionals within housing. So a lot of the conversations we were had about experiences in housing, I had never been an RA. I wasn't interested in going into housing. I knew that wasn't for me. Spoiler alert, I don't like residential life either. <laughs> yeah. And so- Not for me either. Yeah. If, if you people. work in higher ed, you know either like you're out of you, but not mine. You're either a housing person yeah. or you know the areas that you're interested yeah. in. Yes. For the most part. And so I, I was like, okay, I am interested in student activities. I liked, you know, being able to potentially meld my background of events and working with students and things like that. So I was gaining experience in that area. And through being a GA at the rec center, I was, you know, kind of blending that with my background as well of thinking maybe that would be an option for me. But I also had other interests. And I, I think similar to Chelsea um, and her story, I, I wanted to explore what else was out there. And part of why I did the CSPA program was I had a professor slash academic advisor in my undergraduate program who just became a really great like mentor to me. And that I always knew that I could go to him and get career advice or kind of figure out like what my next steps were on my path because my major was very broad. And so there was a lot of options. And sometimes when there's lots of options, you can experience that paralysis of like, how do I know that this is the right option? Mm -hmm. And he did a really great job of helping me find that within myself and not telling me like, oh, you should do this or you should do that. He was really great at just like, like partnering with me and coming alongside me and saying like, okay, but like, how do you feel about this option? And how do you feel about this option? 
and just talking it out with me until I came up with my own solution. And I really appreciated that just the way he advised me in that way. And so I thought at the time when I started my program here at UCM, I was like, okay, well maybe I'm interested in, in academic advising, which at UCM is called success advising. And so I took a course called, I think it was literally academic advising. Yeah. Okay. What the course yeah. Is called. I, I went and talked on a panel. So yeah, the course was called times. academic advising. And when I took it, it was online. Did you took the same class, right? In person. Yeah. So she yeah. took it in person. Yeah. Or you were there. Another yeah. insert of Jessica Johnson into my life. So <laughs> when I took it, um, as part of the course, we had to interview essentially different people who were quote unquote advisors around campus. Some of these people were in success advising. Um, I think some of these people were in different, maybe even major areas. And Jess was one of the options as a career advisor. And so I actually talked to Katie Bird Markison as one of my people. And I talked to, to Jess and um, during our conversation, she was like, yeah, career advising, it's so cool. It's like, you That's know. That's exactly what I said. Honestly, it probably is. She so really, cool. she, I like, as an undergrad, I did not use my career services or my. Tisk tisk. Yeah. So, cause I had this, this person who was an academic advisor who I felt like was yeah, really. Was giving you what you needed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Um, and so I thought. Like that's what academic advisors did. But then Jess was like, no, that's like what career advisors do. And I was like, well, that's what I want to do. Like, so I don't want to be you. Yeah, I was like, okay, I don't want to like help people with their schedules. Like I like, because this mentor had played such a big role in my uh, undergraduate, I was like, okay, he really helped me figure out my career. So that seems really much more in line of how I see myself helping people. And so after I met with Jess, I was like, hey, like, can I just come into the office and like learn more um, about career services and, and just see what you guys are all about? So that summer I was helping off with, with kickoff through student activities, um, but I was only doing that 20 hours a week all summer. And so throughout the summer, kind of off and on, I would come into the office and I, I read the uh, Designing Your Life book. I learned more. I think I did like little interviews with everyone and learned more just about their different roles and, and what they were doing and their backgrounds and stuff like that. And I continued that on into fall of 2021. Mm -hmm. um, helped Chelsea out with a career readiness course a little bit. Learned more about that, that part of things. Because again, in my uh, grad program, this was not stuff that was part of the curriculum, mm -hmm. right? But it was an area I was interested in. They didn't really focus on kind of career advising. Um, it was very like housing or academic advising. And so I kind of just sought out these experiences on my own um, to, to gain that insight. And then uh, it just so happened that one of the professional staff um, left in fall of 2021 and moved out of state and so a job came open and originally I wasn't going to apply because I didn't really know what my like future held if I wanted to stay in Warrensburg or what I wanted to do really, even though I knew I liked career services. But then I was like, why, why would I, like, I'm holding myself back. Like, what am I doing? So I uh, applied and got the job. But if I had never had that conversation with Jess for that class, and I think then intentionally followed up yeah. and took it upon myself to go above and beyond and just kind of basically shadow um 
I was still working as a GA at the rec center. I still had that other job, but I really wanted to learn more about career services and building that network really, I think helped, I guess, maybe get the job, help me get the job. So, (laughs) yeah, I think it's interesting because I feel like when students are interested in higher education, which I mean, I've even had conversations with Kendall about higher education. Like that was something he kind of toyed with too. Like he's going into more public administration, but I think it's probably still on your radar, maybe at some point in your career. But like a lot of students tend to only think about the advising piece as the academics. Mm -hmm. It's building your class schedule. It's, and I think we, our success advisors do build relationships with a lot of their students they work with. But I think, our type of advising is so different. And I think we also offer the wise piece, which is really unique, um, especially in the air, this area of the the country. Um, I think we're one of the first, and I think we're definitely are the first in Missouri to do the walk-in piece. So students can kind of have that entry level working with a student and a coach, uh, but then can then move to an advisor yeah. if, if they need to. Um, and I think it allows us to do more classroom style advising, group advising, which I think is what we, I prefer at least. Yeah. I, know, I like teaching. And, and Chelsea, I think this is where I have a, I think, a maybe a question. So I know through my undergraduate student employee and then working here and seeing how like we handle student employment, I have always felt as an on-campus student employee, one of the, the, the benefits was a getting to meet and work with people from all different majors, all different class levels, but also through every student employment opportunity I've had, there has my supervisors and the professional staff in those offices have really um, given the student employees opportunities to grow and develop as leaders and do different like workshops and in-service sessions to help develop them. As someone who only worked off campus, like I've, pretty much only worked in higher ed. So is that something that like, if you decide to work off campus as a student, do you feel like there's that same level of like professional development, leadership development, opportunities for growth? Yeah, I think that there is the possibility of that for sure. I think part of that does depend on, depending on where you're working, what you're doing, if you have some type of supervisor or leadership above you and you're not the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you were the person, I think, however, you can utilize your networks there to really seek out some of those opportunities. But if you have a supervisor, I think trying to figure out where can you find growth and those challenges that you can use uh, to develop your skills in where you're at. Because, I mean, when you asked that question, I thought of, like, there were some times there were people had realized that I probably need to cultivate more leadership skills because maybe they had saw a leadership path for me at some point that they were like, okay, so you can champion, like, this type of thing in our, like, data metrics or, like, lead some meetings and, like, work with people one-on-one and, like, do those different things to kind of help push and cultivate those skills for me. Um, but I think if you, though, if there's ever skills that you are either need to brush up on or you're lacking, like however you can seek out the support to learn and grow on those, um, absolutely do that. But yeah, I think there's always opportunities where you can grow your skills off campus as well, but there definitely seems to be a lot of pros to connecting to your campus community from what I've learned today. (laughs) I I had a hunch, um, but yeah, I mean, realistically, I, I 
wouldn't change from my perspective right. to, to redo everything because it got me where I needed to be. Yeah. Um, but I do wish sometimes that I had taken more ownership of like, because I'm not a confrontation person. I know that if someone was like, I got flack from some of my supervisors for trying to be more on campus. But I think I'd try to be more assertive of just like, I, I need some on campus time. I need to be more connected to my community and really own that. Um, Cause I think it would have given me a better affinity for some of the schools I went to. Um, and even just given me different type of skill sets working with others. I loved working on campus. Yeah, me too. Kendall were your favorite, right? Clearly. Out of all the offices that I've worked in, I guess, yes. This is you guess? My, favorite, my, favorite, my favorite. I'm offended. So, <laughs> it's okay. We're putting you on the spot. Yeah, well, like Kendall mentioned earlier, what I liked about working on campus was like the flexibility, yeah. right? Like they can't schedule you while you have classes. In my opinion, they, they're a lot more willing to work with you around like if you are involved a with a lot of clubs support. and organizations. Um, I know for me in my program, we would take like, class field trips sometimes and so like they recognize that as part of your learning experiences and they're willing to work with you um around those which i really liked and i went to a really really big school and so being able to work on campus i got really plugged into my major and my job i i didn't really get involved with other student organizations but it really helped campus feel like smaller like a small community to me mm -hmm. because I was able to, again, see all these people from other majors that I knew just walking down to their classes. And it really helped me get plugged into that community. Right. And I mean, if you look at all of our student employees, I don't think there's a single one that really isn't involved with something else besides yeah. work in this office. I mean, yeah. I think in a lot of ways, student employment encourages that extra step to get involved. And it, it's, it's not so much as, yeah, they allow it, but they also, I think, encourage it in a lot of ways. Um, which, you know, once again, is just development and networking, you know, kind of that we've talked about. So, but yeah, our office is definitely diverse and everyone's involved with a different student organization or in, in their academic department somehow. Uh, and so it's a really interesting dynamic that, and I think it's for the best in this yeah. office. So, mm -hmm. Well, and when I, I think, I mean, y'all know I'm picky about who I hire, but I try to hire people that have had involvement or are involved on campus because mm -hmm. one, it, helps build their resume and it adds to everything they're doing but then also it helps us you guys become ambassadors for us you go out and talk to your friends and your sororities or your student orgs or whatever that is and that gets students in the door absolutely i mean yeah in our, our office especially it's it, a lot of it is about that awareness piece like we are a resource yeah. for students to take advantage of and you know I think the best part about wise on that note is it takes a little bit out of that, maybe the intimidation of yeah. having to go yeah, meet with, absolutely. you know, maybe an advisor in, in any department really, or, you know, someone who's been in, you know, working in higher ed for decades or something like that, that can be intimidating, especially if you're new to the process. Like, let's say you're coming to our office, you've never built a resume before, don't know what a cover letter is, or maybe we don't know how to format a resume or a LinkedIn profile, whatever it may be, having that walk in, experience where you can just walk in and meet with a student who's kind of in your shoes or at one point has been in your shoes you know uh, I can think off the top of my head so many different success stories from the students that we've helped with, that have come in with absolutely nothing and through that peer-to-peer -peer support we've really built them up and made them I think a lot of better people um, especially like the ones that are in our respective majors because then we really yeah. have something to relate to and really yeah. have that knowledge yeah. um, and that credibility and, and obviously we can help students of all different backgrounds, all different majors. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's really great. And it's a great, um, 
a relaxing environment to really get help on a lot of these things. I mean, I think our office is intimidating because we have the word career yeah. and now we have the word life yeah. in it, right? So it's like even more intimidating. We made it worse. Like. <laughs> the two big unknowns. Yeah. But I feel like the walk-in piece is what helps students kind of realize like, okay, and I, I've even, because I've sat at the front desk a lot this fall um, and just helping out students, student employees, but I've even had some students say like, I was so scared to come in here and it was, you guys aren't, you guys aren't scary or mean. And I'm like, no, we're not. Yeah. We're actually really no. fun. Like, we want to help you get confidence yeah, around like, your career and life. That's what like, we're here for. We're all just swimming in the same ocean trying to figure it out. So exactly. and well I think, make it a little easier with resources and tools. Well, and I think the walk-in piece is really nice too. And I think that's why we went to it was because, I mean, we were be like booked eight to five every 30 minutes and it's like students couldn't get onto our calendars for two or three weeks at a time and i think that doesn't benefit students when they have a job they want to apply for that's that that friday they had to get their stuff in right yeah. so if we have a walk-in piece it's a lot easier for them to do that and i think it allows like i said us to be able to work more with graduate level students alumni uh, that are maybe transitioning out of different industries things like that so i don't know i, I love wise i think it's been such a great asset to our office that we've added and we have so. such a great space i think to yeah. work with i mean we have an awesome our, our just our oh i guess our walk-in studio essentially mm -hmm. where we also is like doubles of the classroom for a lot of the classes as well in life design you know that's such an awesome space i feel like with the setup you know when it comes to wise we all have music going you know it's just a nice relaxing environment students can i always tell my students to my appointments like if you want to come in here and work yeah this is an open space for you to do so you know, come in here, get assistance from a wise coach. You know, we can periodically help you out and check in on you, make sure everything's going well. Um, and I think that's another really unique part of our office. We have a great space. Um, and as a student employee, once again, the perks is being able to take advantage of all that um, and being able to really just establish that support system for other students, I think is really great. The, the, the best resource to find on-campus employment is the link that it's UCMO Jobs. If you just search that, it'll take you to like the on-campus job finder. Um, it's a pretty straightforward process. You can kind of create your application, if I remember correctly, and apply to a variety of different jobs. You can filter them out based on what you're interested in, um, kind of I think maybe some scheduling, what departments you're interested in working in. But, you know, for any student employee that's looking to get on, involved on campus with student employment, I would say keep your, your mind open. Yep. You know, stay open-minded. Don't limit yourself. Um, and really explore what's out there. Also, we do... Um, the on-campus job fairs, which are a great way at the beginning of the semesters to really explore and talk to a variety of different de departments who are hiring student employees, really get to know those people, make good impression. Um, and that's, a, you know, a big step to take in terms of um, kind of find student employment. And also another great step to really, um, you know, kind of strengthen your, your ability to get an on-campus position is coming to WISE and getting your resume looked at. For sure. Um, because just because a student employee position a great resume is really going to set you apart, especially with some of these. Um, I know for a lot of ours, you know, we'll get quite a few applicants um, for some of these positions, I'm sure. And so having that, you know, those documents or, you know, that are looking really professional really still goes a long way when it comes to student employment. Makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think as you're, the, if you're applying to on-campus employment, this is a helpful way for you to kind of test the waters of like when you would be applying yeah. to full-time in yeah. internships. So again, if you have questions about some of those like reach process out to the process you can talk to us of yeah. course but reach out to hr talk to the departments that are posting those jobs if you have questions about those positions because i think that like kendall said that helps you 
get really ideas and inferences and how you can develop your documents to make them the best you can, especially if it's a job you're really passionate about and want to get into an interview for. So, yeah. So many perks to working on campus. We love on campus. But if you can't work on campus, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're still going to have a great experience. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you again for joining us with another episode of Mules with a Mission. Yeah. We look forward to seeing y'all soon.